Hello, very good morning. You're tuned to Live 905, and this is the Australia Day broadcasting live from Parramatta Park. And we started that uh, bracket of Australian artists with the Rockmelon with uh, New Groove, Sorrento Moon with Tinari. Now, can you do an Australian Day, Australia Day kind of program without including Tina, the wonderful Tina Arena? And uh, we just heard Doug Parkinson with Sunny. I'd like to know how Sunny it is, team, in Parramatta Park right now. And to you, Gillian. Well, I'm nearly as important as Gillian. Thank you, Paul. Dave Mack here. It is very sunny <laughs> down here, although we have got a little bit of shade for the moment. We've got our next guest coming up in just a second, but just thought I might introduce another new man, uh, member of Alive 90.5, Andrew, Saturday Breakfast host. Michael. Michael, sorry, Saturday Andrew. Breakfast Michael. host. See, there we go. So right, we met about 15 Michael's, minutes ago. Sorry, I'm John, by the way. Yeah, no, no. no. Uh, mate, welcome to the team. Uh, so don't f- what time are you on, usually? Uh, 8 till 10 on Saturday And mornings. what can we expect when we, when we listen to you over the morning? Uh, hopefully just a bit of a giggle. Uh, not too serious. Just tune in for your Saturday morning. Hopefully it'll make you laugh in the background. Well, and so- it's the best way to start off a weekend is by yeah. having a laugh. Yeah, 100%. So sorry, um, Frederick. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, mate. I'm a shocker. <laughs> now, we do have a special guest, and you're going to learn uh, a, a thing or two about some vintage cars because we have John Flower, who is the vehicle coordinator for the wonderful display and parade of vintage cars. Welcome to Alive 90.5, John. Thank you very much, uh, Dave. Yes. Yes, good. I yes. The names <laughs> right. <laughs> well, right. Michael, to, uh, one out there we go. At this point. Say whatever you want. Names. Dave, it's lovely to be here. Parramatta Park is a fantastic place, there's no doubt about it. I've never actually had time in the mornings to see the balloons, and we're sitting right alongside these balloons, which are sadly are now finishing their tour of duty. But I've always been on duty at the gates watching the cars coming in, so I've never actually seen the balloons. But it's great, this is a great place, well, and a lovely morning in it, Parramatta. It's, it is beautiful. It's starting to warm up here, there's no question, but we have got a little bit of shade now. I, since I've arrived here this morning i have seen an, a, a wonderful array of beautiful vintage cars parading around the uh the the circuit here at Parramatta park now firstly john how many cars have you got today i've clicked in about 250 i think of the 300 that we're due for so this they still sort of drift in even after nine o'clock which is really the sort of cutoff time that we have the cars come in from six to nine um we have a a few more that said they were going to come but you know what people um the people who drive these cars are sometimes a bit old uh, as they're as old as their cars and they don't like getting up too early especially <laughs> if it's going to be 40 degrees in the shade <laughs> later on well, well so, i mean you know well we're, you know where i'm young and i don't like getting up this time that time <laughs> of the morning either but uh, it, but jo- a, a tough not easy to organize uh a day like today for so many cars so firstly how uh, how do you arrange a day like this? Is this through vintage car clubs? Is this something that you particularly organise yourself? Um, a friend of mine, uh, Stephen Knox, started an event called Motorfest, which is held under the bridge, Sydney Harbour Bridge in the Rocks, in 1986. And the first two years were under the rocks. It was great. There were cars just parked, literally, under the rocks. And they were all 30 years old, so they are all of the 1950s. And, of course, each year, the definition of a classic car is a 30-year cutoff. So each year, from the 50, from 1986 onwards, the you know younger. So th- that goes back to 1986 
In 88, we went to Macquarie Street in Sydney and we ran from Bridge Street all the way along Macquarie Street and all the way along past St Mary's Cathedral along College Street. And for the next 20 odd years, sponsored by the NRMA, it was there and it became absolutely brilliant because there, people could actually get free parking. They parked there, have a key, thank you very much for on a ferry for the day, all goofed off and went into the city. So it was lovely. That's, that's very smart. <laughs> now, you, you touched on a point there because I wanted to share um, yeah, with a gentleman that that, that uh, is younger than the category of a classic mm, car. Yes. So we wanted to explain a little bit about what actually uh, categ is categorised as, as the difference between a classic and a vintage car. Yes, and veteran. The, the first cars which were in the 1880s up till 1918, they're, they're known as um, about three or four of them here. Uh, the oldest car today is a 1908 Renault. That's 112 years. That's incredible. And, and Bob didn't actually drive it. He comes from uh, West Bennett Hills. But somebody from Borkham Hills drove their 1913 car. So that's, a, that's only 107 years old. It's quite young. Um, and then uh, Jeff Simmons comes from George's Hall, which is sort of a long way yes. south. And he brings, I think it's a 19, uh, 1909 Delage, which is a beautiful car. And he, and he drives it every time, in and out. When you put that into perspective... The cars were not regularly driven in Sydney in 1909 no. or 1913. It's it's remarkable that these cars can be still in such wonderful working order and and driven on uh, driven on the open road. I mean, when you think they've got wooden brakes, uh, not very good gears, um, and you have to sort of do double shuffles and change up and down, and they and they've got young maybe younger people in Toyota Corolla zipping in and out thinking, you know, I, I can beat Grandad. And poor old Grandad has to suddenly jam on the anchor. So <laughs> it's a very brave call to be driving a, a vintage car. So that's, they're, they're the really old ones of the veterans. Then you go into the vintage, and that runs from 1919 to 1939. Pay attention, Michael, I'm going to ask questions later. And after that, <laughs> and after that you come to um, sort of post-war. But the post-war cars are generally post-war because when the, all these categories were being set up, the guy said, well, this is a definite time from, if you think of the car itself from after the First World War, 1918 in the 20s, lots of cars were improved, huge improvements came so they changed. And the same uh, in the 30s, after the, from 1939 onwards, there have been enormous changes until we have the cars today. So the, the, the idea of, of Motorfest and now Carnival was a cutoff of 30 years. So when we started in 1986, it was 1956. Now we're in 2000, it's actually 1989. So any car that's built before 1989 is allowed in. Well, to many people, even Michael, you would understand 1989 cars because that's just about when you were sort of learning. I started a few years before I was born after that. <laughs> so, well, I was, at, well, I can tell you, I was at school at that time and the cool cars to have at that time, again, were the Taranas. Uh, or Tehran, uh, t the Tories. Yeah, the uh, Tories, that's right. Um, you don't see many around today. But one thing I noticed from here is the amount of beautiful old Holdens. Probably, again, it's Australia yes. Day. Of course, we Australians love their Holden cars, although they're not made here anymore. But no, there's some wonderful, wonderful cars. So maybe, if you, John, if you just run us through some of the ages and types of uh, Holdens okay, well, we've got here. The first one is the Range Rover. Range Rover is 60 years old. Wow. And if you remember, it goes from the, the original one... It's a classic square, uh, which type of Range Rover design, and that ran for a long time, and now they've uh, got into the Evoque and the classics. 
So it's, they've got a special display of, I think we've got a dozen or so ranges here. We've got lots of speedway cars. Now, Parramatta is one of the few places in Australia that still runs a daily, uh, not a daily, but a, you know, a, a speedway track. And some of these cars appeared both in uh, Parramatta and the old ones at the Paddington Showgrounds yes. years ago. And these are midget. I mean, they're smaller than, the, than a table. And these guys and some of the drivers used to punt these things around gravel tracks, cinder tracks, at very wow. fast speeds, mm. sideways all the way, because they were over. Absolutely. So there's a big display of speedways. Um, we've got some lovely fire engines from the Museum of Fire, always an attraction, because the children can clamber all over them and look at them, and they're big. They are monstrous trucks, so, so they're always good. Um, and we also have... Um, a whole range of Holdens. So there are 48 and FJs, there are EHs, there are EJs, there are FEs, FCs and HQs. And five Tiranas, I think two of which are SLR 3000s. Oh, nice. So you'll be able to go down there. there yeah, and have a, have a They are lovely. And they look, the great thing about some of these cars is they are absolutely immaculately restored or kept or whatever. And some turn up as rough as guts because that's the way they've always been and they still go. And the guys love them just as much. There's a whole range of, of cars in all sorts of conditions. And and that's one thing that's really you really appreciate uh, is that these cars that are so old are in such pristine condition. The amount of work that goes into maintaining these and keeping them so beautiful is just remarkable, isn't it? It is, and that's the love of the... I mean, and that goes across all ages. You get guys who've got um, some of the older cars in the, the 1920s and 30s, the old Fords and, and Model A's and so on, and they're, they're of a similar vintage, but they love their cars. And the good thing to see is that it, as in the last few years, some younger people are coming on board, and they also love their cars. So if it's a Tirana, they may, their granddad may have had a Tirana, they've got one and they've built it up into a SLR or a, a XU, and they love them, and they put a lot of work and time and effort and money, huge amount of money goes into them. And they're all manual cars. Mm. I can drive manual. Yes. I yes. Well, there's manual. someone that can drive manual. Well, I found a, a youngster. Yes. No, that's... I, was, I was wanting to ask, you've mentioned that there's the fire trucks for yes. the little kids. They enjoy that. Yeah. Um, as, as a man who doesn't particularly know a lot about cars, is there anything um, in there that somebody like me could rock up and enjoy? Well, I think it depends, Mike, on, on... I mean, there are some lovely old 1950 things called Armstrong Siddeley. I mean, the very name alone. And these are big, old 1950s English cars. And last year, we had 20 of them because they were celebrating the 100th anniversary of the start of the Armstrong Siddeley, which sadly, like so many British makes, finished in the late uh, early 60s. But the Armstrong Siddeleys are big, classic um, English uh, cars. There are Morris Miners, which are tiny little cars by comparison, but they were seen... I mean, there are a lot of those in Australia, Morris Miners. Obviously, Holdens, if you're into the Holdens, go and have a look. All the Holdens are in one paddock, as it were. Um, there's a Ferrari. Um, there are Fords. There's a Model A Ford, Model T Ford. They were a very popular Model T Ford. Changed the face of motoring, thanks to Henry Ford and his, his way of building them. And they were also used in the country a lot in, in Australia because they could go backwards. Um, they were very narrow, very narrow tyres, and they could go where... Uh, cars with bigger tyres couldn't and Elders, the real estate company or in the pastoral company, they used to supply their reps with Model T's because they were so good at going through sandhills, bogs and, and, and bush and, and bush, the general bush that's right. Wow. But there's, I think there's, there is something for everyone in the cars we've got on display um, and, and a lot of them are as I say standard and ordinary um, they, they don't look like anything but you look at them and you go wow that could, you know, a bit of polish, mm. that'll look beautiful and the ones that are polished, you stand back and you literally go, wow, what a labour of love this has been for this guy. Yeah. Mm. Now, 
it's going to be very hard for you to answer this question, but I'm going to throw it at you anyway. Could could you pick out one favourite out of today's assortment? Um, there is a very nice Cadillac and a very nice pink Lincoln, um, which is the uh, part of the antique and uh, modern uh, car club, and they've got about three Cadillacs and this huge Lincoln. Wow. It's about eight. Oh, I, you have to forgive me. Here, it's about eight or nine feet long. What's that in metric? Whatever that is in metric. Uh, three three metres, yeah, two and a half metres. Three, three and a half, four metres long. Got a huge spare wheel on the back, and it's a town car. I mean, a, a classic. It's called a town car, and you, you couldn't drive it into town because you can't. No, it's, it's three spare wheels. <laughs> Marcus Versace owns it, and he loves it, and he displays it. It'll be on the town. Oh, hall. fantastic. They're putting on another display from the club later on. But that's, that is one that stands out that I've ever done or been to. Um, but, you know, I mean, I still, I actually quite like, there's a beautiful Rover, three litre, and a Rover with, a, with beautiful cars. Again, English, and they, sadly they died out. Uh, I mean, they were the people that the Rover comes from. Um, it's a three litre, it's a British racing green, and it just looks stunning. Well, and it's, it's got a lovely V8 burble to it. I can't wait to get down and, and wander through again. We've been sitting here and had the luxury of being able to watch a lot of these cars go past. And, and for me, I, I'm not a huge car man, I love, but I love my vintage cars. Uh, again, there's such an appreciation of how, uh, again, technology changed over the years. Yes, that's and interesting. It's funny yes. how uh, particular events in the world actually help drive te technology in the, in the space of cars and trucks. And, and, and as you mentioned, John, the war, both wars, world wars certainly drove technology further and further and that's led to, to see the, the development of the cars of today. So, mate, I wanted to thank you on behalf of Alive 90.5 for coming in and seeing us. I can't wait to get over there and have a bit of a, uh, a detailed squiz because, again, some of the smells are going to be different. You know, you've got a new car smell, but the older car smell, the old leather, you know, it's... And the old Castrol GTX oil, which has been sitting in the sun for too long. Nah. But whatever you do, if, you, if, you, if there's someone standing around a car... Or people say, ask them because they love talking about the car. If you're interested in this, is a very strange motor. What is it? And they say it's a side valve Morris mine. You go, side valve? What's that? What is that? Okay, there you are. You'll <laughs> find someone. Um, you had to block out a fair amount of time because they do like to tell you about their car. So of, of course. <laughs> block out some time. That's why they're here. So sit there quietly, sip on a, on a soft drink and keep cool, and he'll tell you all about his car. Well, mate, congratulations on uh, a wonderful parade, a wonderful collection of fantastic motoring history, and I uh, want to thank you. Uh, on behalf of all of us for your time today. Congratulations and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Dave. Michael, thank you and good luck with your Saturday morning show. Thank you. Yeah, th Michael. Thanks, Fred. Sorry for getting your, yeah, no, your name good, wrong, no John. <laughs> Although I did remember it. I, I, I'm hopeless with oh, names. We got so we're gonna, it's all right. Michael, Michael, we're Michael, mates. Michael, Michael. We can move fast. All right, we are now. Okay. Good. All right. We're buddies. All right. That is all about the, the wonderful vintage uh, car display and parade going on here. I think we'd better go back and hear the sultry sounds of Mr. Paul Savramutu. <laughs> Thanks, Frederick. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Dave, right? <laughs> you know, after that description you guys have given me, I just feel like it is drive. Is that, would that be possible? Are you there? Dave. All right, okay. You go back on into the studio. I'm back, John. I'm back, I'm back John. John? <laughs> <laughs> Did you copy what I said? No, I just took the, the headphone. John, sorry, Paul. 
Yeah, is there any way we could be having a test drive of those wonderful vintage cars? A test drive? I yeah. think, oh, I'm tipping a test drive might be out of the question. Yeah, a big <laughs> shake of the head from John. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, to be honest, Paul, I, yes. I wouldn't be game to drive any of them. They are too beautiful. Yeah. I wouldn't even be game to... to what about you, Darren? Would you be game to, uh, if no, you're allowed to? No, not me. I was just going to say um, I probably um, would have a car that would be classic now. I had an 85 Corolla that I drove around in my youth, and um, that, that was my car of favourite. But I think it, um, I ran it to the grave in about 260,000 kilometres, and it's, it's, it's dead somewhere. <laughs> well, back to you, Paul. Let's play some great music, and uh, we'll be back later with an interview with um, Callum McCulloch and all about food trucks here at uh, Parramatta Day. All right, thanks, Darren and uh, Dave and the team. This is the Australia Day broadcasting live from Parramatta Park. I'm Paul. I used to do, uh, I mean, I'm, I do Sunday brunch between 9 and 11 every Sunday. Right now we are doing that uh, OB, as we like to call it, from Parramatta Park. I'll be up to 11 o'clock, so the OB is going to go up to 10 o'clock. From 10, I'll be doing my normal stuff up to 11 and then be programming the music up to 2 o'clock this afternoon and uh, it's an easy Sunday morning and I'd like to play this one for you guys. Thanks for tuning in. How y'all doing out there, huh? I know it sounds funny, but I just can't stand the pain. Wow. Girl, I'm leaving you tomorrow. Seems to me, girl, you know I've done all I can. Wow. See a big store that I'm borrowed. Yeah. Buy me that, baby Well, I'm easy like Sunday morning, yeah Well, well, well I feel so easy, yeah Well, I'm easy like Sunday
my life on It's the one that lost my mind And I ain't never seen how much I need your sugar I should need you by my side Y'all help me right here now The sun 
Community, a live 90.5.
Anita Baker here on Alive 905 with Soul Inspiration. Certainly she's got a very soulful uh, voice and approach to uh, singing. If you were a song, how beautiful was that? And of course, when you talk about beauty, beautiful, you got to call an Ozzy, right? This was, uh, that was Mr. Mark Schultes from Brisbane. Very talented guy at the top of the set uh, to go outside the square with Easy and My Love. And that was uh, the great... Lionel Richie, and you're listening to Sunday Brunch on Alive 905, but today it's Australia Day, broadcasting live from Parramatta Park, and I've got uh, Gillian from the team online. How are you, Gillian? Yes. Good, Paul. Still here. We've got a few more moments. We do finish at 10 o'clock this morning, and we have um, Callum. He organized without food. Good morning, Callum. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You're still holding up? Yep, it was a 4.30 start this morning to get everyone in. And then you got until 9 o'clock? Well, yes, I we hope do. you've got lots of um, energy drinks going around for you today. Good hit of uh, some fresh coffee. There's a great selection of coffee vendors on site. Right, okay. So, how long have you been involved with the, with the food? Uh, this would be probably our 16th year here. And wow. we've been doing food around for about 23 years. Wow. So you contract to whoever and, yes. and um, Parramatta Council yes, we do. come to you. And you do lots of these events everywhere, all over the place? Yes, we've got about 300 odd uh, vendors on our list. So that's why we have got, got such a great selection here. Uh, bacon egg rolls to start in the morning. Then we've got a great selection of uh, vegan, vegetarian, organic, uh, gluten free. And then we've also got some great brisket. Uh, there's three different vendors doing brisket. So okay. it's a tough decision which one's doing the best. But you've got to try them all. Well, we missed out on the egg and bacon rolls, didn't we, Darren? Yeah, that would have been nice. And um, yeah. I'll go and get one next when we um, clock off. When we clock off, yes. Leonie, did you try any of the foods this yet? No, I haven't tried any. I'm sorry. No? Well, I've had coffee, so that's keeping me going for now. I bet. But I'm sure over the years, food has changed. It has. Uh, People are expecting a higher uh, selection and quality. Yeah. And that's what we're here to service them with. And also, you need to... Th- Think it. Very much so. That's why we do have gluten-free. We do have to have nuts and all that and the allergies. But that's anything that's in that. But if you've got tie or anything like that, then we are have notifications to be aware that there could be some contaminants in it. Okay, so. Parramatta Park is massive. It is. So we've just had a few trucks here this morning, keeping the people from 5.30 going. Yes. So do they move around? I mean, it's a business for most of them. It is. Uh, The ones that's doing breakfast, uh, they will move to the concert this evening, which will start at 5 in the Crescent. Okay. And that will go till 9 o'clock tonight. All right. And, And again... Things have changed over the years. You used to use um, fate stalls and everybody bumping and you've got all, all these things that need to be carried. Now they come on wheels. They do. Uh, we still uh, have to meet string, stringent standards. We have uh, Parramatta Health on site doing inspections yes. as well as ourselves and all the safety done. Uh, but uh, now they do have onboard water, onboard waste, hand right. wash facilities, refrigeration. Yes. And we supply power to make sure that they have an easier day. Okay, well, that's a that's a big job to to, to to do and make sure that they've all got their paperwork in order and then that the car is going, <laughs> you know. Um, so obviously, with so much experience, it comes easy for you now. You still have a sleepless night before because you're always worried and always trying to plan uh, 
contingency. Okay. Because uh, someone is going to break down, someone is going to sleep in, yes. uh, someone is going to do something. Uh, they never do the same thing every year. It's the, they're very creative and they come up with new problems for me. Okay. So that's that's always the challenge. Yes. So do you only use electricity for power or do you have generators as well? Uh, we have generators on site. Uh, there's a limited uh, mains power in Parramatta Park. Okay. And some of the vendors are self-contained with their own uh, power units on board oh, as well. That's handy. It is. And we've got a couple that have got solar on top. So they are the next generation. Oh, wow. Well, yes, we're moving ahead now. Yes, you know, we are. All different things happening around the park and, you know, just in life generally. It is. Things change. How many vendors have you got here today? We have about 35 different vendors on site for the day. Okay. And they some go in the morning or they come back? Or? Uh, apart from the ones that did the breakfast for Ariel this morning, yes. uh, about four of them are moving to nighttime. The rest, uh, one will go home and then we have a couple extra ones to supplement it yeah. and the rest are staying all day until... Uh, six, seven, depending on which area closes down. Okay, what's your favourite? Ooh, I like in the bubble tea at the moment because it's nice and refreshing. Okay. Uh, but then the brisket. The brisket. Uh, the brisket. I'm a, okay. I'm a smoker man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting and very well, um, you know, prepared and everybody's catered for, which is great. You want to ask anything, Leonie? Yeah, I'd like to ask you. I'm always interested in how people solve problems and disasters, and I'm just wondering what was your major issue you've ever had over all those years? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, it's, it, it's challenges of people break down or something does that uh, you have to come up and think. I'm fortunate I, I bring my trailer with my car, which is loaded with pieces of equipment. Um, my wife always says I've got too much in it, but when you're on site and something happens and I have it, yeah. then it's essential. Uh, my favorite one is probably two o'clock in the morning and the vendors are bumping out and they suddenly go, but my car's got a flat battery because oh. <laughs> they left the lights on. Uh, so we carry jumper kits in the car. So that's one of my standard pieces of equipment. Uh, that's my favorite one because I, I can't leave until everyone's gone. Everybody. So we're first in and last out. So it's a 4.30 start this morning. It's not yes. a 9 o'clock finish tonight then. You were going uh, to... I'm aiming. I would like to be out by midnight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have a good sleep then. I shall do. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, it's amazing when you come to an event like this, like just now. There were so much people here this earlier this morning. It's yes. empty. So they've relocated. Yep. And come tonight when it all finishes, obviously, with the entertainment. As many people, before you know it, the ground is cleared and they go, wow. So management of the crowd is good? Yes. If the crowd is moving, obviously you can then move your vendors out. Once the, once the site is clear, then we get the, uh, the all clear that vehicles can move. Okay. Uh, and then we get to go. So it's a, the public's safety is paramount. Yeah. And it's not just on site. It's making sure that the public have left and the local roads around are clear yeah. because there's no point in the vehicles leaving and running into those. And again, that's more work where you have to work together. It's with, a with massive team operation. Yes. Uh, behind the scenes, uh, Parramatta Council, Parramatta uh, Trust, everyone's yeah. involved. Safety first. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing us with us this morning. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll try and walk around and find the brisket. I'll give you a pointer. Is, 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 is that for breakfast or lunch? It's still breakfast time, so it's brisket. Let's do the bacon and eggs first, but then okay. brisket, a close second. Close it's, a, it's a brunchy kind of thing. Oh, yeah, brunch. <laughs> and we do have Sunday brunch uh, yes. back in the studio with Paul there. Absolutely. and um, So I think it's 
that's our last that's interview our this last morning, interview. and yes. I think we might just um, wrap up and wrap up there. Yep. And because it is quite quiet here now, the balloons have gone, and but there's lots happening here at Parramatta Park for the rest of the day. So please come on down, support. Uh, well, not support, but but yeah, take part in Australia Day and uh, come and see the great acts. There's something for everyone. The kids, exactly. Carnivale, we heard earlier. Lots of 250 classic and vintage cars. There's lots to do here at Parramatta Park. So back to you, Paul, with well, the rest can of... I, can uh, I just say, entry is free, but the food you have to pay for. So come on in and then make a choice of food, and I'm sure you will not be disappointed no matter what the price is. Okay. And let's, it, just, let's just wrap up with all of our... Presenters. Yeah, I'm, I just come wanted on, to give um, our show a plug this afternoon. Sunday okay. Sports Roundup from 2pm. Yes. All the latest news in sport, including... Uh, the Ollie Roos getting making the Tokyo Olympics overnight. Wonderful achievement. That's the right. wonderful achievement of the under nineteen World Cup cricket team and uh, lots of other things going on. Excellent. And including some commentary of me batting on Wednesday night apparently <laughs> that's already been put up on Facebook thanks to Tony Salerno. Thanks very much guys. What a wonderful morning. It has been. Michael, any feedback from here? Uh, I'm just gonna unashamedly plug Saturday breakfast, Thanks, 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. with Matt, Michael, and sometimes Jerem when he decides to turn up. So <laughs> get around it, have a giggle, check us on at Live 90.5. Thank you for coming along, Michael. No it's your worries. first time doing an obby. Yes. And many more to come. Oh, 100%. Lovely. And we do thank um, Mia and Paul from earlier and Jerome, who was in the studio earlier as well. And yes. it's been a great um, team effort here, Team Alive 90.5. And we're glad that you could join us this morning for our live broadcast. And we thank everyone who has made this a success. Thanks to you, Paul, in the studio. You can take it over now. And um, we'll still have your music playing. And in between, you can chat. But I think this will be our last crossover. Happy Australia Day, everyone. Lovely. Thank you, Paul. Catch you later. Best, uh, best, uh, best Aussie team, right? I'd like to thank you to have been the team, and uh, it's my very first gig as OB. And uh, I think it's very cool, and it's, it's all exciting. I'll be back anytime you want me. 4.30 in the morning, doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. That's great. <laughs> Back to you. Sunday Keep brunchy. our Sunday brunch going. Thank you, mate. Uh, you have a nice day there. Just f don't forget about the balloons, right? <laughs> All Very right, Sunday brunch here Ed. on Alive 905. And we're going to boogie down with Mr. Al Jero. You're on Alive 905.
Sound, your community, Alive 90.5.
Hello, good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of Sunday Brunch, which which is happening a little bit sort of late due to the um, live broadcasting from Parramatta Park uh, for today's day, which is Australia Day. We should all be proud to be Australian. Originally, I'm from Mauritius, but uh, Sydney is definitely home now, and I'm proud to call Australia home. That was got to get you out of my life. I mean, that's the actual title of the track. I'm not talking about you. I like, a, I like you always to be listening so we can have fun. Both of us, incognito, always there. And at the top of the set, Mr. Al Jiro with Boogie Down. I like Earth, Wind and Fire. Do you? I'll have some more. You're not allowed to five. Let's have, let's have some fun here. Let's send a brunch. Ah. 